Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin. But they still reveal things to us, as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Hello and welcome to the premiere episode of Season 4 of Elements of War. I am Jordan and I am the Game Master. My name is Aaron and I am Sam. Hello, this is Johnny and I am playing Chime North. Hi, I'm Ellie, uh, playing Archie. This is Jeff, playing Jerrylan. And this is Jeremy, playing Julian Illix. So season three ended on a bit of a bang. We, uh, we learned how to remove an elemental from a human safely. That was, that was something that was important. Archie, I don't know if saying regained the trust of the group is quite accurate, but has been reintegrated with, with the rest of the party. Julian has had a little bit of a memory download. Seven different memories from Katari. Yeah. Chime is questioning everything he knows and believes. Everything. And Sam and Shade are pretty much uh, loving life and trying to figure out how to take over the world. I guess. I don't know. No! Sam's not going to take over the world. Just part of it. As I remember, you guys uh, had all this happening and then... Season Ender, one of the council shows up with a whole armada of underground digger tanks, essentially. Drill tanks. Yeah. And Julian gets hurled into a building, and basically the animal preserve looks like it's about to get torched to the ground. And you all flee in an airship. I didn't put two and two together when it was happening, but had you been watching Avatar recently? I watched Avatar all last summer, yes. I literally With stole the, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Avatar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, it was the assault of bossing set. 100%. That's exactly what just happened. <laughs> Minus the, the fact that we didn't actually get to take out the tank. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think the point was for us to take out no, the tank, no, which I'm, is why there were five of them. <laughs> if there was one, we might have tried to fight it. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> like, as we go further into the this show, the more and more I realize it was heavily influenced by Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, why don't we go ahead and go around? We're not going to have an episode based off of what happens on the airship. Why don't we go ahead and go around the table and maybe do, like... Skills challenge? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking we're going right to start, start with a skills challenge. Do you want to? No! Because <laughs> it took you guys a skills challenge to even escape. Uh-huh. Right. You we, actually we did escaped. pretty well. We, on that. we did, actually, yeah. Uh-huh. But no, I was actually thinking that we would go through and we would. I would allow you guys to either choose to summarize something that happens on the airship or maybe a short five to ten minute scene each. Uh, so just something really brief, just so that we can wet our role-playing whistles, so to speak, and then move on to uh, the exciting return to Consiglio. Who wants to go first? Shall I roll a die? I think you should roll for that, because 
some of it, and some of it, I think, will depend on what happens before. Aaron! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, and this doesn't have to be in chronological order. Right, 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 right. Okay. So, the scene that you see, and we can decide if we want to play this out, the three of us, is, is Sam approaching Jer. You know, one time Sam walks in, Jer and uh, Archie are sitting in the dining area of the ship, if, the, if we have a dining area. And uh, Sam uh, fixes food and drinks for the three of us and sits down and engages in just like a conversation about everything that happened at the uh, at the animal preserve. So it's up to you guys if we want to play that out or if we just want to... It looks like Ellie wants to play out this scene. Okay. That's if really the, crazy because literally what I was just thinking for my scene is that Jared and I were having a heart-to-heart in the kitchen. <gasps> <laughs> This, this, yeah. That mind meld. That's that. This. So I got super excited. So does this happen immediately after? Um, I would say a couple days after, probably. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about this, Jer? I'm okay with that. Okay. We want to play this out, or sure, sure we can play it out. All right. So Sam just kind of walks over and brings over like a tray with food and stuff, sets it down. So man, that was a uh, that was a uh, crazy having to leave like that. That. I don't know how we're ever going to be able to fight that thing. I don't know that we can fight it. Well, why do you think we ran away in the first place? Do you think we're ever going to be prepared in the future? I hope we are, because at some point, I mean, if it's coming for us, we're going to have to be able to, to stand against that. I don't think we weren't even close to being capable. Not yet, but that's what I'm saying. We're going to need to, we're going to need to try. And I think something we can try Jer, you and I, we've done stuff where we've been able to work together. Yeah, combine our abilities. And I'm wondering if the three of us should be trying to see what all we can do together to be able to fight something that that's, that's that much more powerful than we are individually. You said the three of us. Now, <laughs> I, I, I'm a little triggered by the number three here. There's more than three of us on this ship. Why, right. why us in particular? I feel but, like we're not... Uh, he's talking about our elemental abilities. Okay, okay. Right. Jared and I have been able to combine our elemental abilities to freeze things, and it was uh, something that was unexpected. So you're saying we're, we, as a trio, are stronger together? Yes, uh, our elemental abilities, when combined, have greater effect than they do by themselves. Yeah. The personalities that we have with us, the powers that we are partnered with, we have the ability to combine these these abilities. I think that we should be practicing and trying this to see what more we can do together. Training sessions. Yeah, training sessions, either honing our own individual abilities, or also uh, seeing what abilities, you know, what can air and fire do together? Air and water, can we know can freeze stuff. Can water and fire do something together? For instance, we know that earth and fire together can manipulate time. How do we know that water and air together can't manipulate gravity? Can't change anything in the environment? Can we melt holes in walls together that, you know, we, we don't know? And how are we going to know unless we try? No offense, but we're talking about all these combinations. What about us as people as combinations? We haven't had such a great streak so far. And the training sessions together will help some of that. In the military, we trained together because we knew we were going to have to have each other's back. This isn't family game night. No, no, it's just have a point. Family game night, you don't teach each other how to kill people. 
this is I'm, I'm not saying that this is going to be hunky dory but I'm saying that the purpose of training together isn't just to hone abilities but it's also to trust each other and to make sure that you know that the other person has your back so your point I just we ran away we didn't even try to fight them and that just shows how behind we are this is the we honestly never tried to fight them to begin with right this is the first council member we've had to we've had to run from. We've taken out two others. Flame and the air one. It was Del Linden. I don't we didn't know his, his council name. He's there. So there are three different components to the council. The proxies, the innates, the commons. And the proxies were just known by their elemental. Earth, air, fire, and water. And then the innates are light, dark, shadow, and void. That's right. And then the, the regulars are the sculptor, the prophet, the general, and the administrator. That name's wrong. This yeah. is exciting. Yeah. So we've been able to take out two other council members, and I'm pretty sure we could we could take this one on if we were prepared. We weren't necessarily prepared for the other ones. We just happened to be we're in the right situation fun. where we had the upper hand. And I think one of the ways to gain the upper hand again is to work on it. So that's what I'm saying. We we can we can work on this. We can train. Let's figure out what we can do. And next time we will either gain the upper hand or we'll have it to begin with. But the only way we can we can do that is to start trying. I agree. The only thing is, you make me leery. I I, I don't know what it is about you. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, well we'll work on that. How am I supposed to have? trust and you have to have trust to work with somebody to combine in that way you have to the, the only way to build trust is to start working together in my in my military experience working together towards a common goal builds that trust all right let's do it but only because someone once told me you have to take a leap of faith and the trust part comes later okay so i'm going to take that leap of faith with you two and see if that trust comes along that is all i'm asking for all right, we have some time now. Let's practice. All right. So now, at some point, we'll have to figure out what our powers do together. Other than right. what else? Hydrogen. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, it is. Right. But, I mean, <laughs> create hydrogen. You could. Oh. Well, yeah, I'm thinking like even even not just like if we're not thinking hydrogen, super 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 compressed air mm-hmm. that's been superheated. Welding torch. I've been waiting for a chance to do hydrogen. Yeah, we can do some really cool stuff. I think. Well, it's your turn for a scene, Ellie. Is it really? Yes. That's wild. Excuse me, sir. We were making food in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. For your rudely interrupted. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Is this the same day or? Yeah. It's literally like moments before, which is like, it just works. So we're having a discussion about fear, heart to heart, that Archie somehow feels more comfortable with you and um, is opening up to you about itself. I don't know if we have to play it out per se, just uh, the knowledge that we have connected on a deeper level that somehow Archie feels more comfortable. I, I think that it would have been something from the fact that I was the one that helped cure your So I know your good intentions. Yeah. Involved in your elemental. That'd be good. And then uh, just knowing that Archie is fearful and it's almost like he's letting you have his back in a sense, okay. to know that he is scared. Uh, he's already announced it to the group, but announcing it once was hard enough to announce it twice and like go into depth about it is pretty difficult for somebody like him. 
which can only like during the conversation he says something about like there has to be some sacrifices uh what he doesn't know so that's pretty much it so just a connection which will only help our combining of powers to have that faith in each other that'll be good so that works out really well very good all right johnny you're next well, I just updated my uh, what's the, what's three by three. So, oh, perfect. Go ahead and uh, use that for some inspiration. That's what I'm trying to do here. I guess I'm not going to really do a scene as much as just talk about what Chime has been doing. Mostly isolating himself away from everybody. You know, not hiding. You know, if there's group discussions going on, he's part of that. But he's just mostly keeping to himself. And he's been spent a lot of time. Uh, like, if there's any documentations on board the airship he's reading through those learning as much as he can and uh, when he's on deck you see him like doing exercises quite a bit well calisthenics yeah. that they do in the basic training right and that's mostly what chime was doing during the entire journey i say he wasn't hiding but just isolating himself just re- I really like Sally. Please no. <laughs> well, so that is down to two of us. Yeah. Paper yeah. Well, I I'm uh, I'm on this Did you randomizer. Say paper rock scissors instead of rock paper, paper scissors. Yeah, it's rock paper scissors. Scissors paper rock. <laughs> See that Rochambeau <laughs> lizard Spock. <laughs> Rochambeau. Yeah, Rochambeau. You're hammered, dude. Shoot! I, it's always, but nobody counted it off. Nobody you have to count. One, two, one, two three, shoot! Oh, that was both, both of you stop. Jeff does it the same way I do. I throw on three. Uh, one, two, no. three, shoot! Wait, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa! Can this be a scene on the ship? One, two, three, shoot! One, two, three, shoot! One, two, three, shoot! Ah! Oh. But what about me? I rolled me. Okay, <laughs> Jordan just go, huh? Does Jordan get to go? How much do I want to have? Go now, can we have our scene first? <laughs> <laughs> and then let's... Then we can you have a chaos scene. The entire rest of the time. Oh yeah. my gosh. She dictates all the scenes. Didn't we already have a ship crash on the way here? <laughs> Alright, so... I'm going to do a scene, but I need to set it up first. So, background of what has been going on. Other people may not have seen a difference because it's been subtle. There's been a subtle difference in Julian. He's almost sort of like Chime, not having too many conversations, been secluded, finding his own space. The conversations that he does have are very pointed, which is where this scene is going to be. If anybody notices the difference, it would most likely be Archie that notices a, the subtle change. Other people could, but as saying it's very, very subtle. Would you be able to subtle. explain why I would notice? In moments where he would have been more... In group discussions, more aggressive and more almost see he's stubborn. like holding back. He's been more reserved, stating his facts in a much more diplomatic way. Okay. You are being more diplomatic with your speech. Sometimes, not all the time. All right. So that's what's been going on. The scene is going to be Julian approaching Sam, asking for a private meeting, so to speak. So, I imagine this would be maybe just had one of those group discussions. Everybody's starting to go off in their own direction, and Julian walks up to Sam and is like, Ah, Sam, you and Shade have a free moment. I would like to 
have a discussion with both of you that is okay yeah I think I think we're free I don't it's not planning on to have a training later today but right now I think we're pretty available not going anywhere fast oh, yeah there's just the room below deck that I've been spending a lot of time working on something I want to wanted to bring you into that process you and shade the two of us yes okay because of the sensitive nature and you'll understand and i'll fully explain so julian heads down and in that room you, you see it's sort of like a workbench a table in the center and it's got a bunch of different tools and it's got a, several different boxes that are closed up like sealed boxes or just like they've been just kind of they're just closed they're not like secured yeah they're just closed because for the most part I just would assume most people have been just given Julian that space Mm -hmm. and no one's been like encroaching on what other people have been doing yeah we probably would have claimed our own parts of the show yeah at this point Again, Sam would see that as very different as a behavior of Julian. Rather than, so Julian is not encroaching on anybody else's space. Well, <laughs> that, and no. The appearance of the workspace. Okay. okay. It's not all cluttered. and, and like, It's not all cluttered. There's, there's no papers. Okay. What you had seen, like, in Julian's apartment, there's yeah. nothing like that. It looks more like, oh, this is like a technical shop. Okay. And he's going to turn and say are we are we good to bring shade in on this yeah i think shade's amenable okay all right yeah i mean honestly shade needs to hear this okay okay so oh so you're gonna connect to count of three one two three rolling target number is nine actually well with five dice nine should be pretty it should be but i've missed it before and i blew it out of the way keep rolling 24. Okay, so I got it. Shade, you there? I'm here. Okay. First off, I want to say I know there has been a lot of... Let's just say we started off on the wrong foot. Yeah. This whole group started off on the wrong foot. And we all were doing things that we felt necessary. And we hadn't learned of what others were comfortable with. So that's some of the things we did that we thought were necessary, encroached on some of the comforts of others. And the sensitive nature of these factions that appear to, in the world, be hell-bent on destroying each other. So, what this conversation and what this topic is going to be about, and Jade, I've said this before, not to say that this was just my stipulation for you, I'm taking that mantle up too, full disclosure. Remember that phrase, full disclosure from me, because the things that we're going to work on are going to affect different people in this group very differently. So we need to be sure that everybody is okay with what is going to go on and has a say on how these issues are handled. Agreed? Agreed. Full disclosure. Okay. So what I have been working on and what the androids before we left, have been helping out. I fully understand in the wrong hands, this is very bad for elementals. But I see could be useful for our purposes of our mission. So full disclosure, wanting you to know what I have been working on. Also, 
right now I'm just having the conversation with you, but I plan to with everybody else mm-hmm. as well. We can all have our eye on and make sure that the things that we need to do don't end up backfiring because some of our capabilities don't end up in the wrong hands. That's smart. And he opens up a box, and in the box is a glove. Okay. Pulls out the glove. It has a metal-type exterior. If you think of, like, a fantasy, like, scale mail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I pictured. Small, tiny plates of metal that seem to cover it, but it's flexible. Mm -hmm. And he says, something I've learned from the androids has to do with that canister technology of how they were able to contain themselves to be used and input into the body of an android. Apparently there are a couple different materials that physically affect elementals. Okay, and so is this this is one of those, I'm assuming. Uh, well, this is actually both of those. Oh. The two things that they said physically affect elementals, and I don't know the science behind it. This is just what I was told and they helped me experiment and build this. Apparently there's a metal platinum that for some reason or another, earth elementals cannot get through. Okay. Platinum is a physical barrier to earth elementals. And then also a certain type of air or gas is what they're, they told me it was actually called, is a physical barrier for water, fire, and air, and they called it argon. So this glove, while it has a, what you see on the outside, there's also a layer on the inside of that metal, and in between is sort of a balloon-type glove as well that has a layer of that gas. So essentially this glove could physically connect with an elemental. You can see how this sort of technology in the wrong hands or on the wrong hands. Well, like, so to be used <laughs> as a weapon against elementals. It could be used as a weapon. Could be used as a just container. A, well, that's what that's, it, that's how what it was as a, as a tool. Have you do you know how to trap an elemental using something like this? I don't know how they got the elementals inside the containers. Uh, that I don't know. Do they have to be willing? Because this could be really useful. I wasn't really asking about how to use the container. I was more asking how to use that technology to have something like this that could be useful in the fight against what we are heading into. Have they or you experimented with other forms of using this? Can we make bullets? That... And Julian actually pauses and smirks a little bit when you say that. It's like, no, they had not done anything with this technology outside of its original use contained, or at least they didn't tell me. But then he opens up another box, and in that box is actually a piece of paper. He slides that paper across the table, and you see the drawings of a type of bullet. It's like... There's no way that they were going to make that. Shade goes, <laughs> no, they're, uh, they lack the, the stomach for this. And in that box, you see there's a couple clips. And, and he says, to be honest, there's no way I can make this either. But I figured if 
we could get to the city when we get to the city or outside of the city we know any munitions people that could make this it would need to be very clear however if we're to use this everybody is fully aware that there is for all intents and purposes your normal ammunition and then your i guess elemental ammunition and be a clear delineation of when it's appropriate to use that ammunition. Sam says, yeah, I, I agree. That I think that there's definitely, that can be communicated. And then you hear Shade says, um, I think this, this will really do the trick. We can work on other forms, but full disclosure, there's someone I'm trying to find. When we get back to the city, I'm pretty sure Turin's elemental is still alive. And I've been looking for him. Now, is that common knowledge? Would Julian know that Alexander Turin is Redneck's near? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. it was common knowledge. The person who would know would be Jim. Would yeah. Be Jim. Yeah. yeah. It's like Turin. Like ancient history, Alexander Turin? Yes. That Turin. His elemental is still alive. He's a water elemental. I've been looking for him. And I think that I'm either going to have to capture him somehow or kill him. And this answers the how. Well, Julian points at the glove and is like, theoretically, this is a working glove, but I don't know how. I mean, it's never been fully tested. Yes, the metal does affect Earth and the argon in there does affect. I mean, we were able to push an elemental in the lab with the androids. It was my idea to make it a glove to see if I can actually maybe possibly hold on to one, but that's not been tested. Are you asking me and Shade to help you test this? Um, I honestly still don't know what it actually would do to a elemental. So the thought of testing it on somebody that's in our group, I hesitate to do that. I, for one, wouldn't suggest that for okay. I was in this group. I was verifying your intent here, and because we are not comfortable with that, but we can help you find someone to test it on. A willing test subject. Test subjects are always willing. Mm. It's just how willing. I mean, if their options are limited, of course they'd be willing. What do you mean by willing? Mm. You see, Julian sort of. Just staring up into the to the air for a second. And then he kind of puts his hand on his temple and is like, I'm sorry, willing? Willing is willing. Like, I asked you to come and let me talk to Shade, and you guys agreed. That is willing. Right, right, right. right. But I'm and saying if we, if we, let's say there's an elemental who's trying to kill us, and we start fighting them, and you test it on them. I would, I would prefer to know what it's going to do before we ended up in that situation. You know what I mean? Right, but I'm saying, so let's say, you know, after the fight. Now let's say some someone tries to kill us, and then we capture them. And now they are our prisoner. Are you willing to test it on a prisoner of war? They're always willing. And you notice Julian's voice changes for just a brief second. It sounds softer spoken. And almost before you can finish that statement, he's just like, yeah, but we've done that before. So no problem. Okay. So we'll, we will, we can help you find a willing subject. 
and then his tone changes right after that. I don't know. Willing is is willing. I would prefer them to be willing from the start. Okay, that might be more difficult, but I'm sure as a group we can find someone to test it on. Okay. Anything else to add, Shade? Nothing. Nothing from me. Sam says, "Yeah, no, I think there's there's nothing else that that we need to discuss." Okay. Well, this conversation was, I think, productive. I agree. So, hopefully, we can have more productive conversations like this. Yeah. All right. And Julian's going to disconnect. Thank you for asking. No problem. Same as you leave. And Julian, as the scene ends, Julian's just standing there. He just kind of looks up at the ceiling. He's, he's a big sigh. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Do you ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? Do you ever wonder why Superman wears his underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd podcast where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions. This is a full spoiler podcast and we swear a lot. Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV, movies, and comic book culture curators. Boom. Jockandnerd.com. Jockandnerd! And we're back. We have one final scene to do. Scene or or synopsis, depending on how Jeff wants to do this. Basically, Jer wants to continue practicing with the book and talking it over with Julian about how to disbond elementals and discuss it with the rest of the group, too, in our group sessions, whatever that is. (laughs) Our group sessions. It's like we're going to therapy together. (laughs) I love it. Who's the therapist? That's a question. Well, shit, of course. No! Oh, my God. Means therapy gets their own TV show. (sighs) And also doing the trying new things with Shade and Archie. Mm -hmm. Julian would be very open to those conversations, though, of the disbonding process. So what's one thing that you guys have learned? A new combination I was hoping to have that sidebar conversation oh, you want a later. Sidebar conversation? Yeah. Because I, I really don't know unless somebody else has other stuff. Well, I have a feeling we might need to use that in the next... So what would be some <laughs> things we can figure out? I mean, I feel like the hydrogen would come later. Yeah. If, yeah. You don't want to start with like a, your own homemade hydrogen bomb. Right. Not on a hydrogen-filled well, right, dirigible. Was <laughs> well, there any documentation or any... Is there a library on the ship or anything? Yeah. Not really. It's pretty. It was a pretty bare bones like scouting ship. Where are we practicing this? Is there any like open areas off the back of the ship? Okay. You know, we could be blowing things up behind us. So I'm imagining it's kind of like you're a galleon or a or you know along those lines of a regular water ship, but hanging from a balloon. Mm. So that's what I was picturing. So you know, like the movie Three Musketeers from the mid two thousands. So the Three Musketeers has these airships that are basically like schooners and galleons tied to giant balloons. Yeah. And yep. King Louis was like, why does Buckingham have one? I want one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that. what I'm imagining for these airships is kind of along those lines. Mm-hmm. Like the Black Pearl, but with a giant air sack. Right. Okay. Rather than, rather than sails. Do we have the fashionable clothes, though? No. You live in an analog of the Soviet Union. 
Sam's clothes are fashionable. <laughs> if, dark, if black is fashionable. <laughs> it hides a lot. It does hide a lot. So yeah, we, we have like, where we can practice off like the back of the ship. Okay. Small things in the in the middle of the ship. So, so we need to explore those combinations. What? Yeah. Chemistry. <laughs> Are we going to need those soon or is that something that we can... So I was thinking after, you know, when we, when we yeah. at our next break. Okay. We can figure that out. Is that your scene? Yeah. Like, just the practicing and the reading and the discussions. Practicing and the reading and the discussions. Okay. That's everybody. That's everybody. So it's really hard to get back to the city because, you know, you've never really navigated an airship before. You might have had some experience like watching pirates on the Plucky Parrot, but overall you haven't really done a lot of it yourself. And it's getting colder. You don't have a lot of hydrogen supplies. So as you're making your way further and further north, you're losing altitude on a pretty regular basis. That's not good. You're just able to to get over the mountain ranges without too much issue, and then you start really coming down towards the tundras that surround North Belisera. Now, do you all want to just flow right on up to the city? Or do you... <laughs> we want to get as close as we can that the ship will take us and not be seen from the city. Would Sam know any of those outposts that might be able to do munitions outside of the city? Go ahead and make me a knowledge roll. Sam will not. Five. You could also ask Chime because Chime did serve in the military as well. Yes, but those would be government munitions that Chime would know about, if any. We can take over. Yeah, so Julian would ask everybody, so... Okay, yeah, I can roll a knowledge roll. <laughs> See if I know anything. So, it sounds like we are able to, if we wanted to, still make it in the airship all the way to Consiglio. Close enough. Okay. 14. You do know of maybe one or two bases that have munitions factories on there. So I'm imagining that a lot of nations that have less than stellar political records, the army actually has a, a wing that is devoted to like manufacturing things, like yeah. like ha- running factories for all sorts of stuff, not just munitions, mm-hmm. but for like alarm clocks and and everything like that. Actually, Egypt is really famous for having a, like a whole wing of their army that basically runs a lot of private industry and stuff like that. I would imagine that North Belisera works in a very similar fashion. Because after all, this is the place where the TVs automatically turn on and give you government updates. And mm-hmm. you have an ID card system that lets people know when your curfews are based off of your job assignment. So, yeah, you would know where there is a military base. So this would be a military installation. Yes. Yeah, anything time would know about the military. Jeremiah might know something that's not military because only thing that I'm thinking of you, you know of munitions factories near Winterhold? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Or, or Greenhaven. That makes sense. And Greenhaven is on the... Is that out of the way? Yeah. yeah. Julian does not want to go back to Greenhaven, and it's a bad idea to go to Winterhold. Winterhold is where the... The where prison the, the military prison is. Yeah. It's, it's a prison city. Yeah. Talk about security. That's probably why they have it there. Slave labor. Actually, I read a, I read a book called Escape from Camp 14 that was all about North Korean prison city. For political undesirables. Well, that's that's what that is. What yeah, is. yeah. I just I just finished reading that. So congratulations, boys and girls. So would Jer know anything? Well, your knowledge. Munitions related camp where people could make things. Preferably not 
connected to the government. Yes. Or if it's connected to the government with a small with a small contingency that could be overrun by some. But it's not just being able to manufacture munitions; it's being able to access the elements also. Yeah. Eleven. Seems like Chime has the most reliable information, but neither of them are good choices. No. Out of the two, it's out of the way, but it'd be safer to go to Greenhaven. The North Balancer government, if there is one place that they have almost fully abandoned, it's Greenhaven. You have funds. What's on your dice for funds? 3D. 3D? Did I just get rid of 3D? Probably. Yeah, I think so. For funds? Yeah. I mean, maybe we can go to Consiglio, see if we can find someone there. Then if we can't, we can get to Greenhaven. We can contact someone in Greenhaven. I mean, Greenhaven is where Julian grew up, so, I mean, probably potentially would know somebody's still there. Mm-hmm. What are your disadvantages? <laughs> Devotion and quirk. Me? Yes. Enemy and secret. Phobia. <laughs> That's what you've been playing. Disadvantages? Yes. Conflicted. Archie's? Archie's <laughs> disadvantages. Uh, so my disadvantages are my amnesia, and then I love all animals, so if one gets hurt, I'm gonna get really upset. And if you've checked out my news, yeah. yeah, then it's been upped a little bit from yeah. just animals to some people. Some people. Make a bear. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you probably would be better about this because you're recently separated from the military. You might know somebody who's uh, who's a little more corrupt. Okay. Not if it's a knowledge roll. I was thinking of funds roll. Oh, okay. So I'm looking for somebody who I know who is corrupt. Right. Does that matter? Doesn't matter. It's a not on your funds roll. It's a person. And you're you're fired. <laughs> yeah. So unless you want to make a huge side quest to get magic bullets, probably Thursday is your best option. All right. I like Thursday. Julian does not like Thursday. Does Archie remember Thursday? Probably not. At this point, probably not. No, I I had interactions with Thursday. You yeah, had yeah, one. That was you had one. But those were pre. Getting your system rebooted. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, then probably that's where not. you got caught. Yeah, then probably it's not in the forefront of my mind. In the forefront of your memory bank? Yeah, there you go. Jared, how do you feel about Thursday? <sighs> Very indifferent. Yeah, we'll, we'll head back to the city. Not We won't fly into the city. We'll fly to near the city. Cool. We'll land on top of the dome. Mm-hmm. Are there, there any like smaller se- settlements yes, that are outside of the city? It would probably be best to go to one of those to at least get a sense of what people have been saying about what's yeah. going on in the city. That's a good idea. Rather than just walking yeah. in fully blind and not knowing I mean, you, what to do. You all have been forced to like pretty much flee from out of the frying pan into the fire pretty much since the end of season one. So. Yeah, so it potentially it's like three months have passed yeah. since we've been gone. So. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Do we notice anything passing Chola City? It seems like there's a larger troop complement than normal. In Chola City? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sam's going to get out the helmet oh, out of her bag and check to see if there's any functionality on it. Okay. Do you notice there's just teddy bear stuff in it? <laughs> Alright, I'll, I'll hold on to that for now. <laughs> and just put it on and, and see if there's any... Go ahead and give me a technology roll. Nine, ten, fourteen. Okay, give me a willpower roll. 
Eight. Okay. So there is an immediate connection. Okay. It immediately queries for a passcode. Okay, so it just pops up with like a passcode requirement? Well, it's not necessarily a passcode. It's looking for a specific component that may or may not be an error elemental. Well, I have one of those. Yes. It's not looking to talk to a human. Is it clear to me that that's what it's asking for? Yes. Okay. It's shade. Maybe later we can see if we can get this thing working. And then I take it off and put it back in my bag before trying to meet up to exit the ship. How do you how do you get it down to the ground? The controls? Yeah. It's an auto land button. Go ahead and make some piloting rolls for him. Combined? No. Everybody grab 3d6. Well, some people have more than yeah, No, 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 this is not a piloting roll. It's to see who is piloting. Yes. Oh, Julian's not going to take the piloting responsibility. Neither, neither would Sam. I likely would be willing to. And I actually rolled really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got 10. 12. 11. 14. 20. 10. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the lowest roll is the one that pilots, then it's... Oh, my gosh. So I'm rolling my piloting to see if I can land us. <laughs> you got enough of them, I mean. Fight. Well, actually, it makes a lot of sense for an air elemental to do this because you're able to, yes. like, kind of aerodynamic your way down a little bit. But the landing's rough. No, okay. Okay, just a little rough landing. Like, there's a giant hole in the bottom of it now. Well, I guess we gotta grab our gear because we're not using this much anymore. Uh, so Julian wasn't thinking of st- leaving anything here anyway. Yeah. Okay. So you gather up what you have, which is not much. It wasn't right. much. It was... Whatever was each on our, had our bag. Like, yeah. Right. yeah. Right. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. That's right. Chime grabbed everybody's gear. Uh-huh. You didn't have to grab Julian's. Sam had Sam's. Thank so, you. The, scout, <laughs> the scouts were prepared. And then we go try to find information about the city. Okay. Uh, the name of the city that you land at is, it's a small little settlement, more of like a, a village. Um, it's called Dinpur. So they probably saw us coming in. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, I, I'm assuming they have their own little dome. Um, maybe, maybe not. I, I mean, have... the outpost outside of Cholo City didn't have a dome. Mm. No, yeah. they didn't. I would imagine that this is actually more of an underground city, like okay. kind of built. You've heard of towns in Australia yeah. that are kind mm-hmm. of more like built into the ground to, to mm-hmm. like. Because it's so freaking hot. Yeah, for geothermal purposes. Mm-hmm. Same exact idea, but for the cold. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Basically, the city from a distance, if you didn't know where it was previously, you would have never really thought of it as anything because it's just these giant lumps. And a landing port. Yeah. <laughs> And then everything is kind of connected by tunnels underground and everything like that. It's actually a pretty cool idea. To the catacombs. <laughs> Do you remember the... Uh, Jared, give me your knife. The, the, <laughs> the, the black market. Okay, not going to happen. I just know that we're going into a city and we don't have a body that we're carrying. Who do you want to be the body? We don't need a body! <laughs> I'm glad we don't have a body. So, I'm very upset that we left behind... A body. A body. <laughs> or two. Or several I grabbed thousand? everybody in our yeah. bags. So I'm, we have Katari's bag. So, yeah, so we bag. have Katari's bag. Whatever Katari had. Okay. I'm not sure what Katari had yet. No, I'm not sure either. There was probably a moment 
where Julian presented Katari's bag to everybody. Everybody is now just assuming Katari is dead. Basically what happened. So sad. <sighs> it is sad for me since I had a carrier the entire way. <laughs> Oh, we had out. one person carrying her the entire way, two people trying to heal her the entire way. <laughs> one person trying to murder her the entire way. I would also have slaughter. bears. <laughs> she ends up dead. No, we would not have bears back. No? No. No. Once we got there, bear kind of would have. That's yeah, right, he didn't get to the same. No. Yeah. So as we gather to get off the ship, I actually take the bear and, and I'm like, hey, I, I found this in my stuff. And I offer it to Archie and Julian. Would either of you like to have the bear? Archie's going to look at Julian. And Julian looks at Archie. <laughs> he reaches out and takes the bear. He's like, I just know he had the bear. I don't know any significance of it. You knew bear longer? The bear was only significant to his last personality. What was the significance? Just something to calm him. Or that's what I was told during my coding. Julian kind of shrugs, looks at it, just puts it in his bag. Yeah, I feel like it's a good choice to keep it for now instead of just. Well, Julian's leaving. putting it in his bag more so that he's not wanting to leave anything behind. We're not leaving breadcrumbs. Right. Okay. Smart choice. So we are looking for information on the state of the city. So Sam goes to the closest bar, and we'll have to find out what happens at that bar next time on Bomb Throwers Theater. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Bone Throwers Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Ellie, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.